Hey everybody, welcome to Bite Me Podcast. We are talking about episode 288 today. Uh, I don't think, is that's not a, that's not a great number, is it? No. Not, I mean, it's better than certain things that ended it, yes. Yeah, 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 I'm not sure. That's fine. Colby's here. Say hey, Colby. Woo! Uh, I'm here too. This is Cliff. Dylan is not here. He had to go pick up some camera gear. So no Dylan today. Um, I'm also going to tell you just up front, like there's no news happening. Like it's, I mean, there is no E3 like this week, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a bunch of E3 news conferences happening later this week. So did, like no news, nothing's happening. So didn't Sony have a, they did. The only news we're going to talk about this week is Sony's state of play. Normally I would have probably just said, yeah, they had one, but no, we're going to go through that in detail call because that's our only news story. So <laughs> it was not great either. <laughs> So that's what you're. That's what you're, you're. You should be prepared to hear is a bunch of Sony news that I was like, meh, whatever. Um, we are going to talk. Have you seen? Uh, I mean, I guess I'll tell you. We're talking about State of Play. Um, we're going to talk about the Xbox uh, showcase. We're going to talk about uh, achievements. There's some achievement news from 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 Xbox that I'm very pleased about. Um, and there's a, there's a new loot box study uh, that we're going to talk about. But have you have you read this Crypto Bros like manifesto on like how to make great crypto games? Call no. Oh man, you're gonna love this shit. Like it is so good. I've been I've been mocking this incessantly for like three days. It's gonna be fantastic. That is gonna be the highlight of our show today. Uh, we've got a handful of questions, but like not many. Uh, some cheap free games like this. This could be like a 45 minute show. We'll see. Well, it, it'll probably depend on how much we make fun of crypto, bro. So anyway, uh, Colby's played one game. It's there's not much to talk about. I don't think <laughs> I, I had planned on like, I'm like, I'm going to actually play like more game, like another game this week. And instead, I, I don't know, went into the mountains and did more bird watching. I don't know. Did you see any cool birds? I did. I saw a yellow warbler. A yellow awesome. That sounds pretty great. Saw a ton of grackles, which I'm beginning to think that the Audubon Society does not like know that we, in fact, do have grackles. I sent Colby a picture of a bunch of grackles at a gas station the other day. <laughs> For it some said, reason, like... It says they're uncommon here, and I'm like, I don't know, there was like 30 of them where I was. We have uh, them all over here, but I mostly see them in, in parking lots, oddly. Yeah. like They must like parking lot food. Um, because there's a bunch of that gas station. I see him almost every time I go to Costco. There's just a bunch yeah. of grackles hanging out at Costco. So, eh, whatever. Um, I saw some a bunch of um, ibises fly over right before I, we, I, we got here. They're fun. I mean, I guess uh, since last time, since I was at uh, Bear Lake, I saw I went to their like um, bird refuge thing. I saw oh, very the, cool. A, a, a great blue heron. Pretty <sighs> awesome. I, Saw some snakes. I picked up a snake. I saw your snake. It was very cool. Yeah. So, so great blue herons. They have a a blue head, right? No, they have like a bluish gray body. Okay. What are the herons that have a red head? Do you know? No idea. Hmm. Are we saw Sandil, we sandhill cranes? They could be. That could be. That could be that. What um, color is their body? Kind of whitish gray. Hmm. Yeah, sandhill cranes have kind of a tan color. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know it is a sandhill crane. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, we saw their bodies are in fact not white. Yeah, well, I, I never really see it. Well, I mean, they're kind of grayish though. They're gray on the bottom, but then they're kind of like a like yeah. sandy color on top. 
Well, I mean, like, I'm looking at a bunch of them here. They're kind of... Yeah. They, you know. I mean, birds' colors and stuff yeah. are very... We uh we have a like a nesting pair of sandhill cranes down the road. Um, they just had their babies and they're adorable. Um, we it's get real them weird. Here occasionally, yeah, it's it's real strange because like when we're driving to Target, we see them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we drove to Cocoa Beach over the weekend and went to the the beach, and we must have saw, I don't know, probably a dozen of them just chilling on the side of the road. They're super cute. They're huge though. Like I mean, they're massive birds. They're like, I don't know, four feet tall. Like just. Yeah. Big buggers. Probably so. five. Like yeah, that. it's very it's very strange for me to just be like there, to see one on the sidewalk. Actually, um, that there's a theory that that is what people mistook the Mothman for. Oh, for that makes sense. Cranes. Yeah, I yeah, can see so that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, that's the bird section of Bite Me podcast. It might come up again. Who knows? Um, I do like birds a lot. Yeah, I like birds too. Um, I like that's lizards too. Fancy binoculars. And- we. Have I told you about how many baby lizards we have in our yard, Call? Hmm. It's amazing. They're like one and a half to two and a half inches long, and they're the most adorable things in the world because all they do is just look like teeny adult lizards. Like, there's there's no difference between them and an adult. It's just like if someone like took a shrinking ray and went, boop, they're, I love them. I love them so much. I have but, a ton of uh, hummingbirds in my yard. Oh, I love hummingbirds, too. Hmm. Or we should talk about video games. This this could this could go on forever. Um, I played a little bit of Bug Snacks. Um, Bug Snacks. Yeah, not a ton. Uh, for some reason, my PC just wouldn't launch it. Um, I'm like, play Bug Snacks. It's like, mm, nope. Um, so I was streaming it from Game Pass, and for some reason, like it wasn't working very well. So I only played it for a couple hours. It was fine. Um, I, I like Bug Snacks a lot. It's it's really cool. But I had. Uh, just had a hard time getting it working. Um, so instead, I moved over to playing uh, Diablo Infinite, which I'm not quite sure how to like. I'm not sure how to tell people if they should play Diablo Infinite or not. Um, like, if you like Diablo, you will like Diablo Infinite probably until you get to about level 35. Um, so you can play, oh, I'm going to say 60% of the game, um, until it starts doing some things that I think are a little weird. Um, but up until that point, like the constant, like pushing of microtransactions is only annoying because they constantly try and convince you to buy microtransactions. Um, you don't actually have to do it, um, but it does have that kind of... You know how when you play a lot of like mobile games with microtransactions, there's like 45 things you're constantly doing to try and like raise another level in something and to collect another eight of these things, and there's this other thing you're trying to do. Like, like Diablo feels that way. Like It's not just you're going through a dungeon trying to get to the end of that dungeon. It's, and then, you know, get a new piece of story and go to another dungeon. It's a lot of, well, you're, you're doing that. There's a story. But at the same time, you're also trying to collect monster essence to build out your monster book. And you're also collecting gems to infuse into other gems to put in your weapons. And you're also up, you know, upping your different weapons to different weapons. And you're also trying to like, you know, collect all these things. Plus there's daily, you know, bonuses for logging in every day. There's daily bonuses for killing a monster every day. There's daily bonuses for um, 
doing four or eight bounties every day. There's um, two different kind of like riffs that you can run where you are essentially like, I mean, it's essentially like doing strikes in um, Destiny where you just run it over and over and over again trying to get better gear. And that's like where the, the microtransactions come in in end game is you're still running those same riffs. Um, but you have to buy like these fancy like mask shield pieces that increase your that rate of like big drops. So my my kind of thought on it is is if you want to play Diablo Infinite and never buy anything, as long as you're not super interested in the PvP and you're not super interested in like the end game of it, you can probably play Diablo Infinite and beat the game and never really have to worry about the the microtransactions. Like, I haven't bought anything. Um, I tried to buy the Battle Pass, but for some reason, um, like, I don't know if I had an old credit card in. Like, I didn't check. Like, it, it's like, you want to put it on this card? I'm like, sure, that sounds great. And I hit charge, and my Diablo just crashed. So I don't know if that meant, like, I, that was a, a denied or <laughs> what, but when it came back up, I'm like, eh, I don't really care that much. But the battle pass is like five bucks, so I'm like, oh, I'll throw five bucks at it to get some some stuff. Um, but the the thing that kind of kind of threw me off about it is you get to like level thirty five, and and that's probably five or eight hours in, I would guess. And all of a sudden, doing quests isn't enough to keep your level up. Um, and it's not like you have to pay a microtransaction to get better stuff to do your quest. It's that you have to kind of grind. So you have to start doing either the like instant strikes or like just, like the way I've been doing it is just doing bounties. Um, and you can do up to eight bounties a day. And like that's about what you need to, to level up like three or four levels. And so I got to a point where I was like level 30. Two and they're like, well, you got to get to level thirty-five before you can really do anything else. I'm like, okay, and so I did a little bit of grinding, got to level thirty-five, and then I was able to play for a little bit until I got to like level thirty-six, thirty-seven. They're like, well, you really need to be at level forty in order to uh, do this next thing. And I'm like, well, how how often am I going to have to do this? Where I'm going to have to like grind for an hour in order to like do the next part of playing the video game? But I'm like. I would guess based on the number of like lands you need to go through, I'm like 60% of the way done with the game. So I'll probably keep pushing through because I mean, besides the like the kind of like too many weird systems and um, like it constantly going like, hey man, you want to spend $2? Um, the game's fun. Like if it's Diablo, you're clicking on stuff and it's dying and it's, you know, money's flying over the place. There's, there's nothing not to like about it. Um, it's just not... Like, it, it feels like Diablo mated with some sort of kind of weird free-to-play game, which, I mean, is exactly what happened. But, like, I can't I can't talk too much crap about a game that normally I would have paid $60 for and to get it for free and have to deal with some microtransactions. Like, you know, it's not not the end of the world. Would you have paid $30 for it? Um, to not have no the microtransaction stuff yeah. in it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, absolutely. Uh, would you pay $60? Yeah, probably. Like, I probably would not have paid $60 um, because I rarely buy full-price games anymore. Um, 
Like I, but I, I would see the value of this being a sixty dollar game. Um, I mean, to me, like if I, you know, it's, I, I assume I'm going to come out the other end having put like somewhere between fifteen and twenty hours into it. Like, you know, that seems like a pretty good deal for yeah. for a video game. And and I mean, I think the other thing I will say is I'm not like a crazy like graphics, you know, you know, resolution whatever kind of guy. I, like. It you know it looks fine. I like I don't have any problem with what it looks like. Um, I think the voice acting is kind of cheesy, but like it's it's voice acting, so um, that's fine. Um, yeah, I I mean I think the thing is I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's just like it's like I'm really enjoying it. Asterisks like there are people that are not going to like this game, and I'm seeing a lot of like chatter on the internet that like you can play their game, but just don't don't buy anything because that'll show them. And I'm like. The reality is, is my guess is that the, anyone who puts any amount of time into it is going to spend a little bit of money. They're going to buy the battle pass or they're going to buy some gems for a dollar. or They're going to, you know, yeah. put five or ten bucks into it. And like that's that's enough um, because that means that three percent of people are going to spend like th- there's some guy who has really maxed out a character. And, you know, people are doing that kind of like armchair like math that never ends up actually being true and saying like he had to have spent at least 20k to get his character to where it is as fast as he did and and they're saying that to actually max out a character would cost about 110k but i mean i don't i don't know if i've ever seen any of those like well we did the math and it takes yeah and and had it been right uh so like they're usually like we it would cost a hundred thousand dollars if you had the worst roles ever yeah yeah so, you know, I, I I don't I'm sure Diablo Infinite is gonna do just fine. Um will it do better or worse than if they just made it a video game? Like that's a good question. And, and I mean I, the other thing I will say too is like the PC port is not fancy. Um like to the point of not fancy of it like when you pull up screens that like are you know your map or, or whatever well not your map but like when you read scrolls and stuff instead of saying like click to exit it says tap to exit so like they didn't even like translate out <laughs> the like the motion control text um well like that being said there's some things i really really like about it like when you're in town and you know it's been so long since i played diablo 3 like i don't remember if this was part of it but if i want to go see the armor and I am like up in the top of town, I can just click on it in the map and my guy will just run there. Like I don't have to do anything. Um, When you're running to quests, like you can be in the, like the woods with bad guys and just go like, I don't know, fucking auto run it. And they will (laughs) just do, 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 to, to where your quest is. So, I, I kind of like that. You can, and if you don't want to auto run there, you can literally turn on like footsteps that you follow that will take you exactly to where you want to go. And I'm like, well, I kind of want this in every single game now. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, even on your bounties, when it's like, you know, kill 60 of X, it, you know, I'm like, first of all, I could auto run there, but then they just put like this giant circle around my mini map showing exactly where the things I need to kill are. And as long as you stay in that, that like mini map area, they'll just keep respawning once you kill them. You just have to wait like 20 seconds. So yeah. I don't know, like maybe, 
maybe it's not all bad. Like I, I would, I mean, it's free, like give it a shot, try it on your phone. It's, it, you don't have much to lose. So it's pretty good. Um, the other game I'm playing is dark side detective, which is a game that I'm like kind of disappointed that I sat on as long as I did. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting because I listen to the soundtrack to it all the time. Um, the soundtrack's by Ben Prunty, and it's part of like this giant Ben Prunty playlist that I listen to all the time when I'm work. So like I'm playing this game, and I'm like, oh, I know this song, uh, which is a little weird. But it's a, it came out in like 2017, and it just happened to be one of those. Like so, when I loaded up my Steam Deck, it's like you have 200 games that are like certified to play on your Steam Deck, and it just happened to be one of them. I'm like, oh, hey, that's that game that I listen to the soundtrack to all the time. Like I didn't even know I owned that game. Um, and so I booted it up and what it is, is it's like six relatively short, um, like point and click adventure games. And you play, um, a guy who is, he's, his job is he's a dark side detective. And so what he does, he's, he's essentially Fox Mulder. He, he, uh, investigates like paranormal things, but he's investigating, um, things that come over from the dark side. So it's, it's like, there's another realm beyond our realm. It's, you know, it's the, it's the, the upside down, um, that comes over and, and he investigates those things. Um, and each, like I will say I've been playing this while I'm playing while I'm watching Stranger Things and so like I'm probably not like I could probably have beat this game already if I'd if I'd like really been focusing but it's like yeah you play a little video game you watch a little Stranger Things you play a little video yeah. game watch a little Stranger Things um I would guess each of the chapters is like maybe 45 minutes long so I mean like the entire game's maybe maybe three or four hours, like maybe, maybe five, I guess. Um, but the thing I'm, I'm liking most about it is, is like, first of all, it's very funny. Um, in that kind of like pop culturally, pop, pop culture-y um, yeah. kind of way, like there's, there's been a couple of like Kevin Smith references. There's been like in, in one of the things, there's one of the things you have to like get a, he takes keys from you and then takes them to the, the other side is a, uh, tentacle from day of the tentacles like you know like you it's it's just fun to play um and like the dialogue is really clever and kind of witty uh but it's not hard either like it's not one of those like 1990s adventure games where you're like what am i gonna do with these three things like (laughs) oh you didn't put the pepper in the pie you can't beat the game Mm -hmm. anymore it's not like that it's like very obvious once you find all the things in the level, how you're going to put them together to wrap up nice. the level. And so it's kind of satisfying too. Like it makes you feel like kind of smart, <laughs> especially if you've played a lot of those games and like, man, I'm so dumb. I don't, I can't beat this, you know, I, I can't beat day of the tentacle anymore. Um, so it's, it's been a lot of fun to play. Like I can't imagine it's, let's see, dark side, detective i can't imagine it's super expensive to be honest um come on steam do your thing oh i can't tell you how much it is oh it's 13 bucks so like i mean i'm not gonna say that that's not i guess you know if you think i mean you're maybe paying two three bucks an hour so like that's not that's not terrible um there is a bundle, I think, too, but I can't tell how much that is because I think if you already own part of the bundle, you can't 
see the bundle without like it if you go to buy that bundle it takes the cost of your game out of it so i don't i don't know how much that is but there's a sequel called uh the dark side detective a fumble in the dark i believe so i don't know it's it's they're kind of have those overwhelmingly positive reviews like they're clever they're fun so you know check check that out as well that i actually uh, have this or i don't have it but it's on my wish list yeah i mean absolutely worth playing yeah yeah i have this on my wish list yeah you should you should you should get it i guess (laughs) uh try it out it's fun all right, let's uh, let's talk about Patreon. These are the wonderful people that support our podcast every week, regardless of how bad it is. Um, sometimes, you know, we talk about birds a lot, which I think actually raises the bar. But I don't know if woo, I don't know if everyone feels that way. But maybe people keep coming back. So, uh, big shout out to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, Joe Cole Jr. <sighs> no, Colby. Anonymous and Rich Deacon, although I did, I got real close to saying <laughs> that one. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Uh, these are our, our producer level patrons that pay us 10 bucks a month. Uh, and they get their names right off because they are super cool people, just like all of our patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast to become one of them. Like, you don't actually get to be one of them. You you don't get to take over their <laughs> oh, body w- or anything. I want to be Alan Schulte or whatever. <laughs> I'll let him know. Uh, maybe he'd be willing to trade with you, Call. Maybe. I don't know. We'll ask. Uh, anyway, again, thank you to all our patrons. Uh, patrons. That's not how you say that word. Patreons. Patri- patrons? Patrons. That's the word. All right, Call. Do you want to... Ah, news. Whatever. We're talking about news. Like I said, there's there's not a lot of it. Uh, so, Sony did a state of play. Um, this is it in Spanish. Oh, wait, it didn't play. Noticia. <laughs> Is that how you say patron in Spanish? No, it's it's news. Oh. News. Oh. That's that's helpful, I think. Um, so Sony had a state of play, I'm going to say on like last Thursday, maybe. Um, they announced a bunch busy. of... Say again. I was busy. Yeah, I I watched it while I ate dinner. Um, I think my my favorite part about it uh, was it ended, and then because like IGN hosted, it just like cut back to the IGN folks, and I'm like, wait, did is it is it over? It's it's only a half hour long. What? Oh, okay. Um, so I missed the first game announcement, so we won't be able to talk about that one. But uh, we're gonna talk through some stuff that they did announce. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 will Woo! officially be released Woo! next summer. Um, I found the <laughs> demo or the uh, uh, trailer to be very off-putting. It did not look fun at all, um, and it went from being—I I don't know—Final Fantasy games are so weird to me because you go from Final Fantasy 15, which is like Prince Bro Road Trip, um, to like was, was the Stand by Me played while you push a car? It, it wasn't. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's fine. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a big Final Fantasy person anyway, so maybe this one looks great. People seem to be excited about it, but like I watched it, I was like, nah. Um, it does look like they're staying with the, the real-time combat, though. Um, apparently, they're remaking Resident Evil 4, which, I don't know, means nothing to me. Did you play Resident Evil 4, Cole? 
I did. I mean, it's like one of those games that has been released four bajillion times yeah. since, you know, it was originally released. Yeah, so that that's coming. Um, we'll talk about more about that in a second. Um, Resident Evil Village is getting uh, a PSVR release, which I think everyone was mostly excited about that because, like, the, the giant, like, vampire yeah. chick, like, looming over you would probably be all right in VR. Just pausing and... Just replaying that. Oh, like she, you let her kill you over and over and over and over again. Yeah. 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 Squash me like a bug. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter Six is coming, which like, if you like Street Fighter games, like more power to you. I'm I'm very happy that you get a new game, but man, I cannot get excited about a new version of Street Fighter. Like I just can't. Um, and I I a lot of people really like the look of this one. I did not like the look of this one. So eh, whatever. Um. There's a new Horizon Zero Dawn VR game called Call of the Mountain, um, which looked okay, but I, I think when I'm playing a VR game and my hands are represented by, like, free-floating hands, like, I can, in my brain, go like, ah, oh, that makes sense. But when I'm watching free-floating hands on a screen, I'm like, is a ghost playing this game? It's so weird that they don't have arms. <laughs> um, and, like, intelligently, I know why they don't have arms. But it in like watching it be played on a screen just seemed super weird to me. But it looks cool if you like Horizon Zero Dawn. So that's it. Uh, Forbidden West, Horizon Forbidden West is getting uh, a big update, and that's going to include a new game plus, I guess, if you want to play that game twice, which maybe you do. Uh, and there's a new game called uh, The Callisto Protocols coming out in December 22, which is people keep kind of banding it about as like the spiritual successor to Dead Space. Um, yeah. And maybe it is like maybe there's a reason that they're saying that too. Like I don't maybe it's made by some of the same people. I, I did not look. Um, it was one of those. I don't know. Call like I watch trailers these days, and it 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 is so interesting to me to realize like how much the type of video games I want to play has changed because I see this like violent horror game with people just getting munched and blood going everywhere and go like, eh, I guess I might be okay. Like it just is not. It's not for me. Um, uh, unlike Stray, which is a game about you playing as a cat who's, I think, a spy. And that I'm like, oh, shoot, I get to play as a cat. That sounds amazing. <laughs> is that one a uh, timed exclusive? You I, know? I think it is. Um, it is coming so that's to... That's an Annapurna, right? Yeah. It's coming to like the extra and premium tier of... Um, PlayStation Plus Pass. I don't know what we're going to call that. We'll, we'll settle on a name eventually. Um, on release, well, so... Stray has an official trailer for Xbox, so... So maybe yes. it's coming to Game Pass as well. I don't know. It looks fun. It looks really fun. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, Spider-Man... Yeah, PlayStation only for now, but will be. So, so it'll probably come on Game Pass when it releases. Hopefully. Um, although that's a game I would think about buying. It looks good. Um, Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales games that will never come to the PC are coming to the PC. So I, I guess now is the time to revolt, I believe. Um, if you're a, if you're a PlayStation gamer, you should be very angry now, I think. Kind of sending some devs, some threatening tools. Twitter DM? Yeah, that's what I would do. I think that's the, the correct reaction to that. Uh, no Man's Sky is coming to PSVR 2 as well. Um, 
So there's a new game called Season A Letter to the Future. And this game is absolutely my jam. It's like <laughs> this walking sim. It sounds pretentious as all get out. <laughs> right? Um, it's, it's about like, I mean, as for the gameplay, Season is about exploring, recording things, meeting people, and unraveling the strange world around you. And you like bike around. And I don't know. It, it just, it really looked good. And then like immediately upon this game getting announced at State of Play, like, two outlets announced um, release stories about just how terrible making that game has been. Apparently the dude who runs that studio is just a tyrant. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, new Walking Dead game, Saints and Sinners Chapter 2. It's coming to PSVR. Again, don't care. Um, Eternanite is a dating action game set in the apocalypse. I think I missed that one, so I, I did not see that. Um... Do you remember the game Sable, Call? Like, it came yeah, out, and, yeah. like, pretty much all that's remember about it is that, like, it looked really interesting. Sable. Sable. Yeah, I played it. Not a good game. Um, like, absolutely not a good game, but looked really neat. So, um, there's a new game coming out um, called Roller Drum, and it looks like a combination of, like, the graphics are Sable. Um, the gameplay is, like... Uh, Tony Hawk, except you have guns and you shoot people in your roller skates. It looks, uh, it's one of those games that like in video looks great. Like it looks so much fun. Um, but do you remember, oh shoot, what's the name of that game? Um, it was a Devolver digital game where like for some reason there was like a banana in the game a lot. Uh, my friend Pedro. Yeah. My friend Pedro. Did you ever play that? No. Like, that was a game that, when played by people who know how to play My Friend Pedro, was awesome. Like, acrobatic and interesting and, like, super cool looking. When I played My Friend Pedro, it was like, I don't know, I played that game with the co-op controls. Um, it just did not, <laughs> it did not work. I was not acrobatic or agile or anything. I was just, like, flopping around into boxes and trying to shoot people. It did not, did not go well. And so, Rollerdrome is either going to be... Like, absolutely cool, um, or, like, way too complicated for, like, normal people to play. So, one to look out for, though. It definitely looks cool. Uh, and finally, Tunic is coming to PlayStation in September. So, if you want to keep play like, a cute fox Zelda game on PlayStation, you'll have to wait until the end of September to do it. So, state of play. Like, I mean, I think I talked about it for about half the amount of time that that actually lasted. It was very short. So the interesting takeaway from this for me was after afterwards, IGN um, took a poll and said, like, what, what was the most interesting thing you saw there? And the options were Resident Evil 7 4 Remake, Street Fighter 6, Final Fantasy 16, or something else. So something else could have been, like, any of those other <laughs> 10 games that I mentioned. Um, and the clear winner with 44% of the vote was a game that's already been released. Um, like, people are overwhelmingly excited about Resident Evil 4 Remake. And I don't know what that says about new video games. Because that doesn't seem great to me, Call, Am I wrong in thinking that, like, the thing, like, when PlayStation presented, they're like, hey, here's what's coming. And people are like, oh, sweet, a game I've already played but with better graphics? That sounds awesome. As opposed to all the new games. Yeah, I don't know. Like, 
because I would love like certain games to be redone <laughs> and stuff, and I'd be very excited for them. But also, like, yeah, maybe that shouldn't be your, you know. <laughs> I think the thing is, is like there are two game. There are new games that I would love to play, uh, or I'm sorry, there are old games that I would love to see remastered. Like I would, I mean, you, you, you know, Xbox rips into their thing on. Sunday and it's like, hey, Red Dead Redemption getting remade in the Red Dead Redemption 2 engine. I'd be like, heck yeah. But I'm hoping, <laughs> really hoping that they also announce a new game that I'm more excited about than replaying a game I've already played once. <laughs> like that's yeah. that's really what I'm hoping. Um and so I don't I don't know what that says about Street Fighter and Final Fantasy. Also, I dislike the results from their poll, which is not ordered by the um, percentage. <laughs> so, <laughs> Resident Evil has 44%. Street Fighter, I guess it's in order of the questions. But anyway, I, I just, I don't think that's, I just don't think that's great. <laughs> but yeah. what, what do I do? What do you I've do? I've also heard that it's pretty playable even still. Yeah, um, I don't know. Because they, they release like an HD... Um, upgrade, remake, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Some sort and, of uh, doohickey. Yeah. And uh, I've heard that that's pretty pretty playable still. I mean, when did that game come out? Like, mm, I mean, I played it on GameCube. So if that tells you, 2002 maybe? Yeah. Uh, 2005. Well, that was close. So, I mean, I guess that's pretty old. That is pretty old. But I, I don't know. Do you think it's weird that it, it took them that long to get to seven? <laughs> well, there's. I think there's a couple. Yeah, of there was a couple weird ones in the middle. Numbered. Yeah. It seems to me like I if mean, you're going to like Code Veronica and stuff, I don't know where those fall into. I, it. it seems to me like if you're going to have a numbered series, like you should really stick to the numbers. Um, it's like Final Fantasy. They're like, like cool. Well, you can go to X, but you can't go to X two. Like that's just <laughs> that's weird. Anyway, there should be rules. Uh, like we mentioned, uh, the Microsoft Game Showcase is this weekend. It is June twelfth, uh, I believe. That is Sunday, um, and then on I believe Tuesday, June fourteenth. Does that seem like it might be a Tuesday? Yes, according sure. to my calculations, it is. Um, they're going to do a Games Showcase Extended. Um, that'll have other trailers and deeper looks at some of the games they talk about on Sunday. Um, so I think that's like three hours of Microsoft, Microsoft, Micro, Microsoft, and Bethesda games uh, between the twelfth and fourteenth. So if you're if you're into that stuff, there's a a lot of lot of games to talk about. So that should be fun. We'll uh, be going over those on next week's podcast, unless more news happens, in which case we'll be doing a deep dive into that. A uh, couple shout outs for things happening this kind of quasi E three week. Uh, Let's see, June 9th, we've got Summer Game Fest. Uh, June 10th, which is Friday, the IGN Expo, uh, the Tribeca Games Spotlight. There's something called the Freedom Games Showcase 2022. That sounds awful based on the name, but I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, Saturday, June 11th, you've got the Gorilla Collective 3.0 uh, and the Wholesome Games Direct. Both of those are going to be really great indie showcases. Um 
Let's see. And then on the 12th, you have the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase and the PC Gaming Show. And then Monday the 13th, the Gorilla Collective 3.5 and the Capcom Showcase, which I don't... What are they going to have to show? They've already shown Street Fighter. They've already shown Resident Evil 4. Uh, whatever. Um, and then on Tuesday the 14th, you have that Xbox Game Showcase Extended. So a bunch of gaming stuff to watch uh, this weekend. Or heading into this weekend, I suppose, and then into next week. So, uh, no E3. Although E3 did announce today that they will be back next year. Um, Didn't they announce that last year, too? They sure did. Okay. <laughs> uh, is, that is, that, is that relevant, Cole? Are you sure that's relevant? No. no. Uh, let's see. Xbox is finally allowing you to reveal hidden achievements. Am I, am I alone in thinking that's good? Because... Yeah, I... I, I... I like that. There is nothing. And, and like, so the reason that, that that hidden achievements exist in theory is so that you can put achievements in a game that would spoil the gameplay. And, like, if that's the only reason they hid achievements, I'd go, like, yeah, sure. But there are some games I'll crop, you know, pop open and every single achievement is hidden. I'm like, you can't tell me that these are all spoilers. And, in fact, usually uh -huh. they're not. Usually they're like, oh, this one's really hard to get. And so, you know, we don't want to give people clues on how to get it. But at the same time, you can just go on the internet and do it. I just don't want to have to do that extra step. I just want it to tell me right there on my Xbox. So, good news. The latest patch will allow you to hide and unhide achievements. So, you can actually unhide them and then rehide them if you wish. I guess, like, if you have a really bad memory, you're like, oh, I didn't want to see that one. You can rehide it and just hope you forget about it, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Uh, but that is good. Um... News out of, uh, what country did this? Ah, Norway. Uh, loot boxes are manipulative and exploitative. Um, I don't know if that's news to anyone, but uh, the Norwegian Consumer Council has done a study and found that the sale and presentation of loot boxes often involve exploiting customers through predatory mechanisms, fostering addiction, targeting vulnerable consumers groups, and more. Um which I don't think surprises anyone, but like I did not know, like Diablo Immortal actually cannot be sold in Belgium and the Netherlands yep. because of their microtransactions. So, I mean, how many how many companies or how many countries have to do that before it makes not sense to have microtransactions? I don't know. I guess we'll see. I just like Belgian taking the high road on something. <laughs> All right, Cole, are you ready for the greatest thing you will hear this week? Uh, yeah. I mean, feel free to interrupt me if, if you wish to comment at any point, because this is long. Okay, so this is uh, Nicholas Varecki. He uh, posted this to LinkedIn, first of all. I think, I think it is very important that we mention that this was posted to LinkedIn. Um, he is a, I don't know, involved in investing in blockchain games at Bitcraft. I do not know what that is. All right, so imagine this. The year is 2030. It's a rainy Saturday afternoon. You've just finished mining 30 obsidian ore playing Crypto Crush Saga, a match three mobile game. Yes, Colby. Yeah, there's no way I'd ever play a game called Crypto Crush Saga. <laughs> just throwing that one out there. Trust me when I say the naming of these games does not get better. You open up but, the Elder... So I'm going <laughs> to... Can I just pop in on this next part? Please, please. So you open up the Elder Chains online. He does realize he can say Elder Scrolls online. No, no, right? no, but Colby, like, Colby, this is a blockchain game. 
Yeah, but it's just Elder Scrolls Online. (laughs) (laughs) You open up the Elder Chains Online and feel a rush of excitement. Your buddy from school has spent the last two years becoming a master blacksmith, and he has agreed to turn 10 obsidian ore, that 10 obsidian ore you earned from Crypto Crest Saga, into an obsidian battle staff, a huge upgrade over the mithril mace you've been wielding for the past couple weeks. Yes, Colby, question. Um, Have you ever played, like, any sort of online game where it takes you two years to earn something? God, I hope not. <laughs> like, I, got, I finally got 10 obsidian. It's taken me two years. No, no, he, it took him 10 years to become a master blacksmith. Two, oh, oh, oh. But oh, at the same oh, okay. time, do you want to play a game where you have to grind two no. years to become a blacksmith? <laughs> a <master> smith. <laughs> uh, that's just a job. Like, literally, just go become a blacksmith. <laughs> you can actually like, make money if, from that. If, yeah. <laughs> Make swords and shit. Um, It'll take him an hour or so to finish your uh, obsidian battle staff. In the meantime, you hop into Clash of Guilds and use the remaining obsidian... Dude, I have ADD, (laughs) but, like, even I'm not this one. (laughs) You use the... And then you do a line of coke off the mirror and... Pound a Red Bull. <laughs> you use Your heart explodes and you wonder if it was worth it. <laughs> you use the remaining obsidian to upgrade your town hall to the next level. That should keep your village safe for now. You wish you could fast forward time to tonight. What type of game is this? <laughs> no, no, no. It started off as a match three mobile game. You then went into Elder Chains Online to use the, the obsidian you mined in a match three game and now you're in another game? So what you're learning now, Colby, is the power <sighs> of the blockchain. No, I'm not. <laughs> Your guild has plans to go for a... Are all, I'll, I'll just ask this dude one question. Are all these games made by the same people? Because if not, why are they doing this? What's in it for them? <laughs> that is... Probably the most important question. He does not so, answer so that. So <laughs> if, if Crypto Crush Saga is made by Tencent and Elder Scroll, oh, sorry, Elder Chains Online is made by uh, Bethesda and Clash of Guilds is made by um, Rage? Yeah. Um, they're all working together so that you can use your Obsidian Battle Staff across all three of these games. So you raise an interesting question, Colby. Hmm. Do you think it Cause, would be... Because that seems unlikely to me. Not only does it seem unlikely, but do you think you could, if those three companies were in fact working together, do you think you could make that exchange of goods and services happen without burning down a portion of the rainforest? <laughs> I, I, would, I could try. <laughs> Your guild has plans to go for a deep run into the wilderness in old school rune chains. <laughs> and your prospects of a successful run and great loot have never been better. All members have been spending the past two weeks grinding for better weapons. Do you think that includes the blacksmith? Or do you think he's only blacksmithing? <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> and you've agreed through a vote to use <laughs> the guild treasury to buy everyone a new full set of red dragon hide armor. <laughs> You called your leader a slur and he gave up and you 
loot of the thing. I think that's what they mean by vote. Uh, I played online games I voted before. need instead of want. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's objective is to kill the level 128 frost giant hiding in the Cave of Sorrow. He has a 5% has a five percent chance of dropping an immaculate orb of brilliance, of which there are currently only four in existence. The orb can be used as a power source in an upcoming space exploration wait, 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 game. Wait, 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 no, 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 back this up. So... <laughs> 5% chance is pretty high. Really good, actually. Like, really like that's good. a 1 in 20 chance, but there's only 4 in existence? He's a member of an elite old school rune <laughs> chain guild call. <laughs> like, I mean, I would think that the drop chance on that would be much, much lower if there was 4 in existence. Like, I don't know, like, 3 people ran this thing and now they've all got one. Like, sucks to be you guys. The orb can be used as a power source in an upcoming space exploration game and should give your guild a great advantage in reading, reaching distant galaxies first. A 5% drop rate is low, but you're no, feeling optimistic. It's not. So in this universe, Colby... Just wait. Uh, your entire guild is also playing this space exploration game? Yes. So, so you play, in any given day, a match three... <laughs> like mobile game the elder chains online so you're already playing another mmo <laughs> um you're also playing uh clash of guilds which i guess is clash of clans which is a another mobile uh -huh. game moba uh, isn't no, it? uh i don't know i've never played it um you're also playing old school rune chain which i i understand to be another mmo <laughs> and then <laughs> it's a text-based adventure right um and then you're playing presumably another MMO about space exploration. <laughs> so, so you, you haven't showered in three weeks So in this world. Your wife has left you. You don't know where your child is, <laughs> but luckily on this low, low drop rate of 5%, one in 20. If only you could, maybe this is why people didn't take COVID seriously. <laughs> they think 5% is a low, low drop rate. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so, so you play three MMOs simultaneously. That's what I've learned from this, this guy, um, in the distance, you hear a faint blockchain doesn't bring anything new to games. You shrug. <laughs> That's your wife calling out to you. <laughs> She's leaving. You shrug and join your friends in the Discord voice channel. Life is good. Hashtag blockchain gaming. <laughs> oh, this is the best future I, I can possibly imagine. But I hope this guy gets hit by a truck. <laughs> it's so dumb. I just like I. I think the thing is, is like the the response from most of the people I've seen this. They're like, well, if if any company wanted to do this now they they absolutely could i mean like my, my kid was saying like you know i read the i read this to them too um you know there's no reason that elder chains online or wow or whatever couldn't have a match three game where you uh -huh. could like make some you know gold I, when you weren't playing i mean i think there are games that have done that. yeah i mean there's no reason that that can't exist and there's no reason that games that weren't made by the same company would have any reason at all to let you bring your Obsidian from your Matt's Mobile game into this. Um, so uh, we've got to get this working in our game, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some douchebag uh, bought it in another game. <laughs> ah, cool. And what do we get out of this? Oh, absolutely nothing. Um, it just allows them to power up their hyperdrive in your game. <laughs> Oh, it does. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Didn't know that. And again, what do we get out of this? 
Oh, oh, again, absolutely nothing. They've already paid for it. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay, no. <laughs> I just can't, like, there's no, there's no part of me that understands why. Like, I mean, first of all, why I would want this. Like, this is, the, the, the idea of, like, the, the original stuff that I was hearing about, like, NFT games and blockchain games was, you know, like, you have a character and then you, like, so for instance, I'm playing Diablo right now, right? And mm -hmm. I've got my character up to, like, level 40, 45. I'm bored in this game. So, like, if he was an NFT, I could then... Move him over to WoW <laughs> and play him in that. Well, no, I was going to say I could sell him for... Oh. For cryptocurrency, I guess. I um, couldn't you just sell your account now? Well, see the difference. I mean, Colby. that is a thing. It is a thing, but it's it's a it's against the rules. You see. Oh, and this would yes, be because, because it's all in the blockchain, oh. so you know it's on the up and up. Mm, I guess. Yeah. Um. Uh, second question: You've played, uh, let's see, WoW and um, Star Wars. Galaxy, I have, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Only two. How many other games did you play with people you met on that while playing? Them? None. Really? I, when I was playing WoW, I didn't have time to play. You like you play games or you play WoW? There's no like uh -huh. games and WoW. Like it just doesn't. It just doesn't work that way. So, yeah, I. I don't know what what this dude's smoking, but like, also is his profile picture like just the most smarmy asshole in the world? Yeah. Anyway, that's that's the future, folks. You heard it here first. I'm sorry. I apologize for all of the future. Anyway, question time. Uh, oh, 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 oh. oh. Mm. In Spanish, does it have a question mark on both sides? I don't know. Probably. Uh, I'm reaching out to our uh, Latino. I appreciate uh, it. I'm, Latina. Uh, um, Spanish speaking? Uh, Spanish yeah, speaking. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I, I'm going to start learning Spanish. <laughs> they won't understand anything. Anything else. two things I played. But they'll be like, I guess this is questions. I I'm, don't know. I'm going to start learning Spanish um, when my kid takes it next semester um, so I can order breakfast burritos um, at mm, the good breakfast burrito place by me because ordering them in English... See, was not if was not you, easy. If you ate meat, it would be easy. Mm. If they ate meat, I wouldn't have to say anything. Like they, they would know. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Like, have you considered it be easier to start eating meat instead of learning Spanish? Uh, I've thought that maybe it would be easier to start eating meat just because I apparently Orlando is like just like meat central USA. I don't I don't know why, but it is what it is. Anyway, first question: Monotone Screaming says, "What do you think?" Um, about how a fighting game's cast is produced. Do you think it's better to use characters from other media like Super Smash Brothers does or the new multiverse versus, I don't know, the one where you can fight Scooby-Doo, I think? Or do you like games that create a cast like Street Fighter? I suggest we do all three of them in which you can fight Scooby-Doo as, say, against Ryu. Yeah. I mean, that's just Marvel versus Capcom then, isn't it? No, oh, that is a good yeah. point. That's fine. I mean, it's not a it's not a bad answer. I don't know. I have not played a fighting game since. Oh, I did play the what was this, the Batman game, the DC one. Oh, uh, I played that. Yeah, I can't one. remember what that's called. 
I mostly wanted it for the storyline, and I was real sad that after I beat it, there was actually an easy mode, and so I didn't have to, <laughs> like, play it, play it. I could have just literally just done it for the oh, story. Oh, that's the way to do it. Um, but I don't know. Even that being said, I didn't think the story was good enough that I should have played that. <laughs> so. What do you do? Um, I... <sighs> Like from a like if I don't think about that answer very much, um, I don't really care. But when I do think about games like Super Smash Bros. or the whatever the new fighting game is or the SpongeBob one, I'm like, why? What is the motivation for these people to be beating each other up? Like it doesn't make any sense. Like why are they fighting? Um, like, so that to me is kind of one of those, like, I get why they do it. It's because people want to, it's the same reason Mario Kart's fun. Like, Mario Kart without, Once more, yeah, Mario. They just want to, they want to see SpongeBob just. Yeah, and I, I them. think the thing is, is like Mario Kart without Mario isn't a fun game. Like, that's not, like, it's a, it's a relatively generic racing game. It's fine. But like Mario Kart, if it didn't have Mario, no one would care about it. So like, I understand why Super Smash Bros has characters and that so much of the game is, you know, what character is going to be next. And, you know, but I, at the same time, I don't understand why there's persona people fighting Mario. Like that doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I think my, my most, my favorite most recently is I think it's from that multiverses game. Um, the iron giant is one of the characters, a character who is, um, I, I've seen the Iron Giant. How does he feel about violence? He's actually a pacifist, um, hmm. which is weird. And so, like, people started asking the folks who made that game. They're like, so what up with the Iron Giant? And they're like, oh, no, 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 you see, this takes place in an alternate universe where the Iron Giant actually likes violence. And I'm like, really? That's that's the that's the story you're going to go with. Spade hates the fact that the Iron Giant likes violence in, in that 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 universe. So he's very upset about it. Yes, I want a Colby cookie. would like a cookie too. Uh all right, next question from Prime Fan. Uh what is something that you've gotten away with in Sea of Thieves that you shouldn't have? Colby has only played Sea of Thieves twice. So as have you gotten away with anything, Colby? Um when I first played the beta, I think it was in beta still. Yeah. Um we drank until we all threw up over each other, and we realized that if you throw up while you're drinking, it actually fills the mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can drink it again. Um, what, what's the what's the hurdy gurdy? I liked playing that a that lot. That was fun. Yeah, I agree. I think like um, getting away with something. Like every time I kill an actual human character, I feel like I'm getting away with something because um, the combat in that game is bad, and I am bad at that oh, game's yeah. combat. Um, so, like, every time I kill someone and they die, I'm like, ha-ha! Like, you don't realize how badly you just got screwed, buddy. <laughs> um, like, I, I feel like they should have to take, like, an extra hit because they got killed by me, and that's embarrassing. Like, I, I want to let them know that that was not good. Um Besides that, like, we we got in a big fight one time. Like, I was playing with... Oh, I don't think you were there. Um, my kid Carter was there. His friend Ryan was there. Um, we were playing with Vinny, I think. And we, like, randomly ran into this other group of guys, too. And we were fighting one of the, like, giant bosses. Um, like, the day it had been released. And I do not remember what they were called. They they were new, though, and they were really neat, and they were huge and really hard to kill. And the fact that we, like, 
killed that guy, like felt like we got away with something because it took like seven of us to take him down and one of us would die and we'd like run back to the ship to get more ammo and more, you know, bananas and then we'd, you know, shoot the cannon at him and then we'd run back and, and it was this really cool, like kind of scrambly team effort that probably shouldn't have worked, but we actually beat him. And so that, that was something that I felt that I kind of got away with. So it was good. Um, next question from my lovely wife, Brooke. She wants to know if you had a personalized license plate, what would it be Call. Um, I think in Utah I, you have up know. to seven letters. Yeah, I do. Um, I don't know. Come back to me. Bird watch. B i r d w t w c h. That just sounds like bird witch. That's different. <laughs> uh, when I live, I've, I've I've always wanted to get one that is nothing but should be something. <laughs> because I remember one time I was behind someone from California and I didn't realize it was California plate, and so they have long. I think they have eight letter plates. They have seven, and but I they said, had seven long before Utah did. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm sitting there like looking at it. I'm like, no, that's not. And then I realized, I'm like, oh no, that's not a personalized plate. That just. Uh... <laughs> I uh, so when I lived in Washington, I tried to get bite me, um, like you know, b y t e m e, <laughs> and it was available, but they denied it. <laughs> and I'm like, but why? <laughs> like, it's funny. It's the name of my podcast. And I was going to get a license plate frame that just said podcast at the bottom, like the top would be blank, and say bike, so it would say bite me podcast, and. They they said no, which was very frustrating. Um, I've considered getting like super nerdy ones, like my day job. Like I, not as much now, but I used to be a, a web developer, and so I was going to get like HTML or PHP for a long time, uh, or like PHP guy. But uh, I never was willing to spend the like sixty five bucks to do it. Um, and my plate here, I have a like a custom Disney World plate, and so I only have like five letters to play with and so i don't know what i'd get here yeah, i'd i'd really like an rsl one but yeah that that limits you to like four yeah yeah i want to get uh a new start what is that <laughs> you haven't seen uh uh oh i have not what is that show called you <sighs> describe it to me <laughs> Um, with the Bluth family, uh, Arrested Development. Oh, yeah, no, if I have... you, If you go to your, um, messenger, you will see Tobias's A New Start. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's a... Okay, so my dog's done barking, and I just told Colby he cannot get a new start. That would be... That would be bad. Um... I don't know what I would get. Like I, I, I don't really. I just want something I can remember. Yeah. <laughs> so that what's your license plate? I'm like I don't no. know. Like they're like, have you had your car for long? I'm like, yeah, like eight years. I don't know. Like I just always, uh, I, I I take a picture of it before I go into a hotel, and so now I can just like search uh -huh. for license plate. It'll come up like 85 times in my Google photos. So that works. Uh, that's actually a pretty good. Uh, um. So. My favorite custom plate story is a guy in Florida, actually. Um, apparently, Florida, it's very, very hard to get, like... It, it's hard to get custom plates because they eliminate so many of them. Like, if, if it's even, like, vaguely suspicious, they won't let you have it. Um, and a guy got one issued from the state. And so, keep in mind, um, 
the Florida license plates, more so used to um, have a giant orange in the middle, right? So it was three three letters and then an O and then three letters, right? And so his license plate was A55RGY. I'll just leave that there. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. That's Sorry, the, I was looking at funny Vandy plates. That got it's to fine. Them. It's fine. It's it's it, 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 it it's for everyone else, not for you, Colin. All right. Uh, another question from Brooke. Uh, what animal would you choose to be the protagonist in your video game, and why? Like she she's like you know like Goose Goose Game is great. Um, the fox in Tunic great. Um, there there were some other examples, but like if if you I want to play as a pigeon. I like pigeons a lot. Oh man, what would you do as a pigeon in a video game? I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead. I just like pigeons. I like pigeons a lot too. Hmm. What about I? I'm, I've been watching a lot of double-crested cormorants recently. I don't even know what that is. Uh, they're giant birds, and they dive down, and they they get. Fish. Oh, those birds are awesome! Yeah. And I'm thinking you could make an interesting game. Of, you probably could, uh, let me rephrase that. You could make an interesting game that I would find interesting, and about four other people would be. Where you could play as a, a bird and hunt. Fish. What, what about a game where I play as a pelican and see what I can you just eat? eat it's like it's like Kirby, but with a pelican. Like it's a combination of like Kirby and Katamari Damacy, um, Demo- Demacy, whatever. Eh, democracy. Yeah, democracy. Um, but I'm a pelican trying to see what I can fit in my mouth. The answer is you know what they can fit duck, in their mouth. I've seen it. Pigeons. Yeah. I've seen it. Uh, well, okay. So let me rephrase. The pigeon I saw him get in his mouth and eat. The duck I saw him get in his mouth and not eat. Um, yeah. I've also seen one try to eat a baby capybara. That's not super <laughs> successful. So anyway, pigeons are the garbage disposals of the earth. Um, I was thinking like. Uh, like a like a, a uh, what are those things called? A penguin. A penguin can be a lot of fun too. What if I what if I had a uh, like a um, like a snowboarding game, but I just play as a penguin rolling down on my stomach. So I I I was gonna say they should make like a uh, a game like a survival game, but based off of like predators. But didn't they at one point do that? Or am I making that? There was up? a game called. I swear there was Evolution a game that was in development. There was kind of well that one I played. It was on Super Nintendo. No, 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 like a recent one. It was made by a dude from Ubisoft. Oh. It was not good. Um, yeah, maybe that would that would be a good game. Like, like if if you could do it in different, say, like you know, oh, you're a bear in the forest, yeah. and you know, you got to stock things like that, or you know, you're a lion in the Serengeti, yeah. or you're, you know, like. You know, you could switch between it, so it wouldn't just be like I'm playing as a lion. Like that would be, I think, kind of yeah, interesting. that would be cool. I'm a I'm a hawk. You know, I've got a oh spot. It'd be kind of interesting predators. to do one like with a, like that had like a day or night cycle where you were like a predator during the day and a prey yeah. at night. Prey yeah. at night. Like it's like Moonlighter, but <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that. Um, uh, finally, Carter, like this is the, like, we did not have questions this week, people. I had to go to my family. Uh, Carter. And you didn't ask me. You can come up with one. It's fine. Just think while I ask Carter's. Uh, you already know the answer to this. I already know your answer to this. So, um, how do you like your eggs, Coley? Um, over medium. You're a liar. There's only one way that Colby will eat deviled. eggs, and that is scrambled. Do you like deviled eggs? You don't like deviled eggs, do you? No. No. Yeah. 
the only way eggs should be cooked is scrambled, scrambled because every other way they're awful. <laughs> oh, no, I will say over hard. Do you like boiled eggs? No. What's the difference between an over God, hard no. egg and a boiled egg? Well, that's when you just like cook it and there's no like juice inside of it. Yeah, but a boiled it. egg, there's no juice inside of it. Yeah, but it still tastes like an egg. Okay. Uh-huh. Basically, over hard is just scrambled, but it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a deconstructed scrambled egg. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like omelets? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it's like a... That's just that's, it's like, that's like an over hard it's egg, a, it, pretty it's, much. It's like, scrambled, but in a form of something. Yeah, I mean, like, when I do over hard, like, I still break the yolk yeah. and stuff. It's just I don't add, like, milk to it. So, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, I, it's usually put on a sandwich with mayonnaise, and I'm like, mmm, egg sandwich. I do like egg sandwiches so. a lot. Uh, my favorite probably way to eat eggs is as part of eggs florentine. Does that count? <laughs> quiche. <laughs> I do like quiche a lot, actually, too. Uh, I, had a, I had eggs. I, it wasn't actually eggs florentine. It was... Uh, uh, I like them baked into cakes. <laughs> I do like um, eggs baked into sugar, cakes. flour, and uh, I had uh, eggs. Uh, a San Francisco Benedict this weekend, which was like uh, like eggs Benedict, but with uh, avocado instead of um, Canadian bacon. It was real good. Sure, real good. Um, cool. All right, let's talk. Uh, did, did you come up with a question, Cole? That you want you want me to answer? I guess no. People pay attention next week. We're going to need more questions. E- eaten any good desserts lately? I eaten any good desserts lately? No. No, I don't think I have. I had an individual like pineapple upside down cake. Oh, I love pineapple good. upside down cake. That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, cheap free games. Epic Games this week is a mystery game, so we will not know what it is until Thursday. This week it was... Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Yeah, one of the Wolfenstein games, which is very good. Uh, Xbox Game Pass. We're getting, let's see, today, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins came out. Uh, Chorus came out. That game looks pretty interesting. I'm going to try that. Uh, Disc Room came out. Uh, The year is 2089. A giant disc has appeared in the orbit of Jupiter. Step into an oversized spacesuit of a brave scientist. Explore this sprawling intergalactic slaughterhouse. That doesn't sound good at all. Sounds actually real bad. Uh, and then Space Lines from the Far Out uh, came out today as well. That is a new roguelike with co-op. Uh, June 21st, we're getting the Shadowrun trilogy, which I've heard is really good. Like, those games are kind of old, yeah. but I'd kind of like to try that. That might be a, a stream to my Steam Deck while I watch a TV game. Um, and then Escape Academy comes out June 28th. I would expect that there will not be any um, big... Announcements between now and Sunday. They'll probably announce a bunch of Game Pass games on Sunday would be my expectation. So, uh, as let's see, Itch.io right now has a game bundle called the Queer Game Bundle or Queer Games Bundle 2022. So, if you probably just search for that, you can find it. Um, it's 500 games made by uh, LG. LGBTQ creators for Itch.io. Um, it's some games, some visual novels, some sometimes there's board games, sometimes there's like role-playing games, there's all sorts of stuff in there. Um, unlike a lot of the other Itch.io bundles we featured, I actually do not know a single game in this bundle. Um, but if you want to grab a bunch of games for uh, 
you know, cheap and to help uh, support. Uh, like, I believe all of the, like I said, I think all of the folks who put games into this um, are part of the LGBTQ community and it's for uh, Pride Month. So it's going the entire month of June. Um, the bundle's 60 bucks, uh, or at least that's the recommended price. There's also a pay what you can afford bundle, I believe that starts at 10. Um, so obviously they would prefer if you you paid the uh, the sixty dollars, but there is one uh, for less who can afford it. Might be a good way to grab a couple of kind of interesting indie games. Um, it's raised fifty grand so far of uh, like a hundred and well, right now one hundred and twelve thousand dollar goal. So they're getting getting some money. I mean that gives what every creator in there. If there's five hundred, they each made like what ten bucks. Is that how that works? <laughs> hundred bucks. <laughs> so uh, go check that out as well. <sighs> Anything else, Colin? Is that is that it? Uh, as far as I know. All right, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com or on social media at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.com slash bitemepodcast. You can join our Discord and ask questions. Please, God, ask questions. We've had kind of a a slow question week the last couple of weeks. So we could use more questions. Come to our discord at bite slash discord. Ask a question every week when I ask for them on Monday. Uh, you can also hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or I don't know, send us an email and uh, put in your questions that way. Uh, let's see. Patreon, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. And you can support our extra life team at bite me podcast.com slash extra life or join. If that is your kind of thing, we're going to have all sorts of fun in November. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, Cole, it's up to you, man. Uh, yeah. Bye.